as we know by many mitzvahs that we perform, the Anshei Knesset HaGadol came along and were mesakein to make a bracha prior to performing the mitzvah. An example would be sukkahs. We just had sukkah. We had lulav. We make brachas prior to doing the mitzvah, eating matzah, taking, uh, putting on a talis. And so too, when it comes to tefillin, there is a, a, a takana from the Anshei Knesset to make a bracha prior to putting on tefillin. Now, it's interesting that by tefillin, there are various minhagim of how many brachas should be recited prior to putting on tefillin. Some, and this is the Minog and Ashkenaz, most Ashkenazim at least, they will only make they will make two brachas on tefillin, one bracha on Shayad of the Haniach tefillin, and the bracha of Al Mitzvah's tefillin on the tefillin Sharaish, and the Svardim will only make one bracha of the Haniach tefillin on a typical morning. And the question is, where does this come from? Why is there a machlekes? And what do we learn out from this concept of two separate brachas for putting on tefillin? So the Gemara Menachas Davamavav says, in Hifzik, if someone spoke out between tefillin shayad and tefillin shalraish, he spoke out, he had a, had a conversation in between putting on tefillin shayad and tefillin shalraish. So the halacha is tzarech levarich. You have to make a new bracha on your tefillin shalraish. So what does this mean? So the Ramam and the Rif understand it in a very simple way, that that since I spoke out between my tefillin shayad and tefillin shalraish, I have to make a new bracha on my tefillin shalraish. Now, for some reason, we'll explain this momentarily, you have to make the bracha of al mitzvah tefillin on the tefillin shalraish. But according to the Ramam and the Rif, the only time you would make the bracha of Al Mitzvah Tzvillon, the Gemara says, is only if you spoke out between putting on your Tzvillon Shalyad and Tzvillon Shalraish. But on a typical morning, the person is not having a conversation in between, you know, while putting on Tzvillon, you only make one bracha of the Haniyach Tzvillon. And it makes sense that a person should not speak out, because by speaking out, you cause yourself to make a new bracha, a bracha she'en etzricha, by... By having spoken out, you have to make a new bracha. That's the understanding of the Rambam and the Rif, and that's how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, and that's the minute for the Sephardim. However, not everybody learns this Gemara like that. There's the uh, the Rush and the Smag and many of the Bali Toysvis. They say that, no, our minute is that we always say Al Mitzvah Tzfilin on our Tzfilin Shalraish. So what exactly does the Gemara mean? The Gemara, the Gemara says, if you spoke out between Tzfilin Shalraish and Tzfilin Shalraish, Tzarech Levarich, you have to make a, a new bracha. So what do you mean a new bracha? I always make a bracha. So the way they understand it is like this. We always say two brachas. Uh, the Laniach Tzvillon on the Tzvillon Shayad and Amitzvah Tzvillon on Tzvillon Shalraish. However, if a person speaks out, you have to make two brachas on your Tzvillon Shalraish. Your Lahaniach will not count for the Tzvillon Shalraish. So what do we see from here? You see that that Tefillin Shalraish needs two brachas. It needs the bracha of Lehaniach and the bracha of Al Mitzvahs. If a person spoke out, so then the Lehaniach cannot go on the Tefillin Shalraish. So you have to repeat Lehaniach and you have to say the regular Al Mitzvahs Tefillin on the Tefillin Shalraish. So that's how the Ramah Paskins and Shulchan Aruch and Simen Chavhei, the Ramah, and that's the Milligan Ashkenaz is like the Ramah, that we make two brachas on a typical morning. If a person spoke out between Shalyad and Shalraish, you end up having to say three brachas. You already said Laniach on Shalyad, and you have to repeat Laniach after, after speaking out and say Al Mitzvah's Tfilin on your Tfilin Shalraish. And that's the understanding of the Gemara. The, the, uh, the Ramah adds, and he quotes from earlier sources, that our meaning is that after saying the bracha of 
Amitzvah's tefillin on the tefillin Sharash, one should recite the 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 sentence of Baruch Shem, the, the pasuk of Baruch Shem Kfar Machusai Le'alavad. You should say that. And that's a way of avoiding a bracha l'matala, meaning it's machlekes. If we in fact should be saying al mitzvah every morning on a tefillin sharayish, so it's better to just end off by saying baruch shem kavod malchusa delamvad. But it's only he says mi ois toiv. It's it's a nice thing to do. It's not ma'akev. The piskechuvas quotes that some of the achronim said not to do it. Why are you? Why are you saying Baruch Shem? It's a regular bracha. That's our psak. That's the psak of the Ramah. So why do we need to say Baruch Shem? But that's the minog. I think in most of the we do say Baruch Shem. The Mishnah points out, if you're going to say Baruch Shem after saying the, the bracha of Amitzah's tefillin, before you finish putting on the tefillin Sharash, you are being mafzik between the bracha and the performance of the, mitzvah, of the mitzvah. So he says it's very important to only start saying Baruch Shem from after ensuring that the tefillin is in place and you're already yaitza your mitzvah of of your tefillin shalreish. <clears throat> now, just another halacha nafkamina, based on this machlekes. Let's say a person only has one pair of tefillin. So, according to, let me just get the shulchan aruch. According to the shulchan aruch, if someone is only putting on his tefillin shalreish, this is in simen chavav. So, if you have only every tefillin shalyad, so you make the bracha of lo'nir tefillin. Everybody agrees to that. But let's say you only have tefillin shalrash. Let's say a person either cannot put on tefillin shalyad, he has a cast um, you know, on his entire arm, or other situations where a person, lo'yelinu, does not have an arm, or you only, you only have tefillin shalrash, you do not have tefillin shalyad. So, halachas, we do put it on. So how many brachas do you recite? So according to the Shulchan Aruch, you only recite Amitzvah Tzvon on the Tzvon Sharaish. But according to the Ramah, that Lahaniach also goes on Tzvon Sharaish, so a person would, would be required to, to recite two brachas, Lahaniach and Amitzvah on his Tzvon Sharaish. Now, just to give a little understanding, a little background to, to understand what exactly is the point of a second bracha, and why don't we say the same bracha twice? Meaning, according to the Shulchan Aruch, that Laniach Tefillin goes on Tefillin Shayad, so if a person speaks out, okay, so why, why don't we say make another bracha on your Tefillin Shayad, but make the same bracha? Why does Tefillin Shayad, according to everyone, have its own bracha? When I'm making a bracha on Tefillin Shayad, all of a sudden I make this bracha of Al Mitzvah Tefillin. Why don't we say the same bracha of Laniach Tefillin according to the Shulchan Aruch, and according to the Ramah, why every day do we need to add this second bracha on Tefillin Shayad? So there's a there's a book called Mitaycha Oyel. It's a safer written essays on davening, put out by uh, I think YU Publishing, and they bring that from Yeshua Salavechik Zetzal. A very interesting discussion on on these two brachas. So he says that you know in the brisker style there's two dinim. There's two dinim in the mitzvah of tefillin. There's the classic. Kiyam HaMitzvah, that when a person puts on tefillin, you be mekayim the mitzvah tefillin. And most mitzvahs are a mitzvah kiyumis, that you're be mekayim a mitzvah to do a certain action. Torah says, take lulav, so you took lulav, sin the sukkah, you sin the sukkah. There's another aspect of this mitzvah, of tefillin, and we see this in, by other mitzvahs as well, that there's a result-oriented mitzvah, that not only is there a mitzvah of, of putting on tefillin, 
But there's also, there's a result that tefillin is going to change the person. He quotes the Ramam. The Ramam says that when a person puts on tefillin, so all of a sudden he becomes full of uh, humility and Yerushimayim. Just by wearing tefillin, all of a sudden there's this magical change that a person sees in himself by wearing tefillin. If you look at the Gemara, the Gemara refers to a person that does not wear tefillin as a karkafta delemarach tefillin, as a head that does not put on tefillin. We don't say that a person who doesn't take lulav is a hand that doesn't wear, that doesn't take lulav. For some reason, by tefillin, there, that, there's this emphasis on, there's an emphasis on the person himself, that you're lacking in the result. Meaning, the mitzvah of tefillin is supposed to cause a result in, in the person himself, and by not wearing it, we, we call this person a goof, a kakafta, the loy monach He's not wearing tefillin, and he's not gaining from the result of the tefillin. And the truth is, it really could be sourced back to the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Vro kol ame ares ki shem Hashem, that the shem Hashem is upon you. And the Gemara tells us that this is referring to tefillin shalraish. So you see that tefillin shalraish is identified differently than the Tzfilin Shreya. The Tzfilin Shreya is the Pe'er, as we spoke about yesterday, it's the crown of a Jew, the Tzfilin Shreya, and this is the trans, the uh, a mitzvah that transforms a person. And our Salvechi goes on to, to say that, he gives a mashal, that basically the same way when a when an ordinary citizen puts on the crown and becomes a king, he becomes a monarch, so the responsibilities that come along with it by simply wearing that crown, you're taking upon yourself all these responsibilities. So too, when a person puts on tefillin, so that's the crown of, of, of a yid, and it will change the person. There's, he gives he brings many more rias to this. I just want to you know conclude with this, and therefore you have two different ideas in the mitzvah of tefillin. There's the regular tefillin shayal, which is your basic lehoniach tefillin, to make sure I'm wearing tefillin. That's the mitzvah, the action of wearing tefillin. And the tefillin shayal is a second idea of being a, a transformative mitzvah. And therefore, it gets two brachas. as a second bracha of al mitzvah tefillin. And he actually brings other proofs. And it's not quoted in the book, but I remember hearing uh, a different share, a different uh, piece, a Torah that he wrote, that there are other times other mitzvahs that we the Chazal Masak and two brachas for. One of them would be Mila, by Brismila there are two brachas, by Gerus, uh, Kedushin. All those times where we make those brachas, it's not simply a mitzvah, an action to be Mekayim a mitzvah. There's the second component of that it's, it's going to change the person. When a person gets married, so it changes the person for the rest, for the rest of his life. Uh, Mila, the Chinuch writes, the reason... One of the things we learned from Mila is that a person could change, but Mila does change a person. He goes he goes from being an RL to a to someone that has a Mila. By Geras as well, you go from being a non-Jew to becoming a uh, part of Klai Yisrael. So it's transformative mitzvah. It gets a second bracha. So Rav Salavechik writes that we should remember when when we put on tefillin that there's two there's like a dual commitment here. On one hand. Obviously, you're doing the mitzvah of Lanier Tfon. And the second component would be to remember that it's supposed to change who we are, change the person that we are, you know, over time by wearing it every day. So it's a transformative mitzvah. Just by the way, the Aruch HaShocha, when he talks about saying Baruch Shem after the, the putting on Tfilon Sharash, he doesn't, uh, he's not happy with 
saying Baruch Shem as a way of saving you from a Baruch Levatala. He says that doesn't work. It doesn't help to say Baruch, to say baruch Shem after Baruch Levatala. So he brings down, I'll pick up all a different, a different reason, but this seems to fit with this overall discussion of Tzul and Sharash. He says that when a person puts on Tzul and Sharash, that's as if you're being Mechabal O Ma'achal And when a person is being Mechabal O Ma'achal you're accepting upon yourself the yoke of, of doing Avodah Hashem, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So it's as if you're saying Kriya Shema. It's as if you're saying Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekino Hashem Echad. So it's fitting to follow that with reciting Baruch Shem Kevad Machusar Yalam Vad. And that's why Baruch Hashem brings that. We should always say uh, you know Baruch Shem after putting on the Tefillin Sharash. But it does fit with Rav Salvechik's Vart of these two brachas. Either way, the Minagin Ashkenaz is to make two brachas every day. If a person speaks out, you'd have to end up making three brachas. Uh, next week we'll uh, we'll get to some of the halachas of speaking out in general between Tfil and Shayat, Tfil and Sharaish. Are you allowed to answer Amen? Uh, when should a person make the bracha? When is considered right before doing the mitzvah? We'll get to these halachas, Mirta Shem, next week.